Hello and welcome to Mr. Sorensen's Weekly World History Podcast. This week we will begin our discussion on the ancient Greeks. Greece is a very mountainous or hilly place. This kept the Greek cities from uniting under a single government, even though they were still connected through things like language and religion. So each one of the ancient Greek cities were city-states, or cities that act like their own country. The Greek word for city was polis, and some of the ancient Greek polises were Athens, Sparta, Corinth, Thebes, and Troy. These cities were pretty close together and ended up fighting a ton for the resources. The soil in Greece was not great for growing things like wheat, so farmable land was super important to these people. Two things that grow well in Greece is mostly rocky soil, or grapes and olives, which even today are an important part of the Greek diet. Since Greece is made up of lots of islands, hills, and mountains, the Greeks did not do a ton of trading over land. The sea and sailing became an important means of trade to get what they needed. The Greeks believed in many gods, or polytheism. They used their gods to try and explain things that they could not easily explain. These gods had superhero-like powers, but they, were, they had very human traits like jealousy, anger, greed, and they were often fighting with each other, which somehow would end up with humans fighting with them. Even though these gods seem kind of crazy to us today, they were very real to the Greeks, and they prayed to them when they needed their help or guidance. The 12 main gods were called the 12 Olympians because the Greeks believed they lived at the top of Mount Olympus. When the Roman civilization comes along, they're not going to create their own religion. They're pretty much going to borrow the Greeks' religion and just change the names. So Zeus, who is the king of the gods, and God of the Sky in Greece becomes Jupiter in Roman mythology. Along with Zeus, there was his wife Hera, who is Juno in the Romans. She's the goddess of marriage. Poseidon, also known as Neptune to the Romans, who is the god of the sea, earthquakes, horses. Hades, who is Pluto to the Romans, who was the god of the underworld. There were many other gods and goddesses that we won't get into on this podcast, the Greeks wrote and told stories about their gods and heroes called myths. They also wrote short stories that are used to teach a lesson called fables. The most famous Greek fable writer was Aesop, whose fables are still read by children today. They usually feature animals as the main character and have a final moral or lesson that it's supposed to teach. Two of the most famous of his fables are The Boy Who Cried Wolf and The Tortoise and the Hare. The Greeks also used long narrative poems called epics. The most famous epics of the Greeks were the Iliad and the Odyssey by the, by the writer Homer. Listen to the supplemental podcast this week to hear the basics of those two stories. The Greeks loved going to plays for entertainment. Playwrights such as Sophocles wrote plays called Tragedies and Comedies. A tragedy is a play in which someone struggles to overcome an obstacle, but in the end they cannot do it. A comedy to the Greeks was a play that had a happy ending. 
keep in mind that a com what they found funny, it would have funny stuff in them. But what they found funny probably is not what we find funny today. But they probably would have been funny to them. Drama, comedy, and tragedy are both dramas. Drama is a story told by actors who are pretending to be characters in the story. The Greeks even had a god of the theater named Dionysus. Every year they would have a big festival for Dionysus with lots of people, plays for people to attend. They would even let people out of jail during the festival. Athletics were also important to the Greeks. So they set up a time every four years that they would stop fighting and compete in athletic events. They would compete at the bottom of Mount Olympus to honor the god Zeus. These games became known as the Olympics. The winner would get a crown made from olive branches of Zeus's sacred olive trees. So we trace our Olympics back to them because they started again in 1896 in uh Athens, Greece, the modern Olympics, and they've been held every, uh, pretty much every four years since then. We now have a Winter Olympics, so those are held every two years, and then two years after that is the Summer Olympics, but the Greeks only really had the Summer Olympics. The Greeks are also known for their architecture or buildings. There are three main types of Greek columns. Columns are the decorative post-like things that are used to hold up buildings. The three types are Doric, which kind of looks like a bowl with a plate on top. Ionic, which kind of looks like two cinnamon buns or two wheels on the side. And Corinthian, which kind of looks like the leaves or kind of looks like leaves holding over or waves crashing. All three types of Greek columns are still used today all around the world. One example is at the Dorchester County Courthouse in St. George. The most famous example of ancient Greek architecture is the Parthenon. It is a temple built at the top of, the, of a hill in Athens, Greece. The temple honored Athens' most f important goddess, Athena. And there is a complete replica in the middle of Nashville, Tennessee, that you can go visit that uh, is supposed to look like it did when the Parthenon was originally built. We also talked about Greek pottery. It was usually either a red background with black pictures or a black background with red pictures. It typically showed scenes from a Greek, Greek myth or other story. The Greeks usually only showed the perfect human form in their art. They believed that the human form was a beautiful work of art, so that is why a lot of their art shows people naked or with very little clothing. They did not show realistic bodies, though. Everyone in their art looks like a bodybuilder or a model. So for your quiz bonus question, what is the name of the capital of Greece today? To get your bonus points, you need to write the name of the capital of Greece today on the bottom of your bubble sheet. Okay, that is all for this week. I hope it helps. Join us next time for Mr. Sorensen's weekly world history podcast. Ciao, Bella.